to Variants, episode number three of... Brutal Battle. So yeah, this is our third time doing the Variants episode, and this is the biggest and best, Ugh, potentially. It's, it's a big one. It's, it's a big deal. So uh, as people know, if you've been listening to enough of the show, I'm a member of the brewery, as in the B-R-U-E-R-Y, their Reserve Society. So I have access to some very interesting beers. And kind of recently, they made a really cool box of beers available, which had four different variants of their very popular beer, Black Tuesday, which is like a 20% alcohol imperial so style good. barrel aged. That's how it ends up being 20%. So what they had done is they, they've done some variants of Black Tuesday over the many years. And since it hit their 10-year anniversary, they were making available for purchase for some society members uh, a box of 12... Of the Black Tuesday beers, three of four different kinds, three each of four different variants. And the variants they chose were ones that they had heard from a lot of society members were the best that had been tasted. So we're going to go through those four. I did not buy an entire 12, bo 12 pack of it. I mean, I did, but we didn't keep that. I split the cost with Kyle Norman and one of Kyle Norman's friends because... Man, that box was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, four different variants of Black Tuesday, we gotta, but I don't want to spend all that money on 12 of those. Now, the nice thing is, it's not 750 milliliters or anything. They are in 375 yeah. milliliter bottles, so much more manageable. But even at that, we are spreading this out. We are doing one per night because we really want to focus on the flavors of these since this is a once-in-a-lifetime type thing for us. Um, and they're expensive, and they're like 20% alcohol. So I don't want to do two of them in one night. I want to be able to, you know, savor them to a degree. So, do you have anything to say before we get into this no, one? No, I'm ready. I'm like... Right, you're ready. This is going to be a pretty epic variance episode. It's just, just such saying. a beautiful bottle. It is, yeah. Um, uh, just so people know, I already opened it off podcast because... They put a few layers of wax over it to keep the cap on and to keep any sort of oxidation from happening, getting under the cap. So um, that is sometimes a big struggle. So I do it off podcast. I don't want to waste a bunch of time. So here we go. We're going with the first one. This was Rebecca's choice. Mm -hmm. I let her decide where we started. This is their Black Tuesday Samoa. It's an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, vanilla, maple syrup, and graham cracker added, and it is 19.2% alcohol. So, I'm assuming it's going to look thick. Well, maybe not necessarily thick, but syrupy as it's poured. I don't really think it looks as thick or as syrupy as I, as I thought. It looks sure pretty pretty regular. Pretty regular? Regular. Regular. Okay. I'm excited <sighs> for this. Does it look super dark? There's yeah. not much of any head to it. No, which, it's pretty flat you know, looking. This is what happens with higher ABV beers. That's super common. Oh, man, it smells so good. I'm getting that coconut. Whoa. I'm getting a lot of the cacao nibs. Those are strong, strong, strong in there. It's yeah. so chocolatey. But then again, Black Tuesday on its own. It's is pretty chocolatey. Yeah. yeah. Don't you get the Ooh. coconut, though? Yeah, I get it. I don't get it strongly. There's something in there that's vanilla as well. That could very well just be well, from they the have vanilla. bourbon. Well, there was vanilla in there? I Did think I so. forget that? Oh, yeah, there is yeah. vanilla. Oh, I was thinking that's probably from the bourbon barrel. No? No. I just read it and I already forgot. 
I know. I do that, too. I'm like, wait, what did you just read? I get the maple syrup in there, too. And I get a caramel to it. The chocolate is very much like a, I don't know, it's kind of like an in-between, between dark chocolate and milk chocolate, in my opinion. It smells very good. It smells very clean. And it actually, I don't get a whole lot of alcohol on the nose, either. No, it I don't smells either. very tame, which is You get it weird. on the taste, though. So I just had my first taste. It is delicious. It is a sipper, for sure. Whoa. The flavors oh are are really nice. Whoa. Um, it tastes Ooh. exactly how I want it to, but mm. it burns. <laughs> it does burn a bit, but I'm going to be honest, for 19.2%, it doesn't burn as much as I would think yeah. it would. Now, the thing that stood out to me most on my first sip of this, that caramel. It's but there's so not actual, caramel. There's no caramel in it. I know, but it tastes so caramel, yeah. doesn't it? Well, it should because it says Samoa, so you should be getting caramel. So mm-hmm. I think it's probably just a combination of the maple and the vanilla, the vanilla and all of that. Yeah, kind of blending together. I may be crazy, but I feel like I get some of the graham cracker. Maybe you're crazy, <laughs> flavor wise. Bullshit. Um, how how is it on the coconut level for you? I wish there was more. I was I almost always wish there was more, but right. it's there. It is there, and that's which is nice. I would have been really disappointed if it wasn't there at all. Ooh, but I get it in the nose and I get it in the taste. It's I think it's delicious. I think it's, they really executed very well. Yeah, it's very good. It's very decadent. Mm-hmm. This it's, is very much like a nightcap type beer. It is definitely a dessert mm-hmm. sipper for sure. This on top of, like, vanilla ice cream. Uh, that would, would be interesting. Like a vanilla ice cream float with this beer, although I wouldn't mess it up with that just because it was expensive. But Yeah. Um, and we don't have that much of it. But just the bit of ice cream would make it even creamier, mm. which would be really nice in my opinion, and boost that vanilla flavor. That yeah. would be really awesome with this. But, yeah, this is really good. Um, it is kind of, you know, it's a bit syrupy. It's a bit thick in the mouthfeel because of the, you know... Alcohol, I, but... I want it to be like that, though. You know, like... If well, you I'm at having, least expect it. If I'm having a big beer like this with these types of flavors, a big barrel-aged stout, I expect this mouthfeel. And if I don't mm-hmm. get this mouthfeel, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Right. So it it has a decent bitterness that starts showing up more on the end as you keep sipping it. But it's interesting because it, it, it makes the chocolate flavor just taste more dark chocolate. It doesn't come off as off-putting as as a bitterness or it doesn't come off as being bitter because of the alcohol level um it just kind of changes your experience with of the chocolate and i think i mean i we were talking about like this is like a dessert beer it's not overly sweet though no Mm -hmm. you know it has like the desserty flavors and it's a dessert beer in my mind because of how you're going to sip it after a meal but it's not overly sweet i mean i don't think it's sweet really at all Right, and I was just going to say, like, if anyone asked me about this beer, I wouldn't, I would not say it's sweet. I mean, we've had other beers that aren't as high alcohol and have less ingredients in it that are way sweeter yeah. than this. And yeah, this is an awesome balance. Yeah, is, is what I would say. It's an awesome balance, and it's going to be crazy to see how the other three variants yeah. are in comparison to this. The Samoa was actually. Um, from what I heard, the Samoa was not one of their top, top picks of the four. Really? I think, right. I think the Samoa, from what I heard, was like the the last one in, basically. Out of the four. Out of the are four, we te- yeah. Are you teasing what the other ones are yet, or no? No, I'm not going to okay. say it. We're just going to go into it. So, here's the second one. And this is one that I had verified for me that it is 
tasty. Not that I'm assuming that like, any of these wait, are not. You, why did you have to have verification? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't ask for it. Oh, it, it was, was it was unsolicited. Unsolicited. Yes. Um, I believe it was Sean Creel had told me, oh, I'd had the this version of the Black Tuesday, and it was quite good. Also, I think um, through the kind of social media posts that the brewery had, that this was one of the higher up ones okay. that people had talked about. So um, I might be misremembering on him telling me that, though. It may have been someone else. I don't know. But anyway, anyway I, rem- I remember hearing from somewhere that this one is one of the higher up ones. So I'm pretty excited. But I'm also a little skeptical about one thing. And I'll say what that is after we talk about it. This is the Black Tuesday Pistachio Vanilla Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla beans and pistachio nuts added. And it is 19.2% alcohol. And all of these are in 375 milliliters. And you're skeptical about if the pistachio will come through. Yep. Yeah. Because our track record says no. Yeah. Well, it's not just pistachio. It's nuts in general. general. Yeah. Yes. Well, because, and here's the other thing. Here's my other comparison. I almost handed you the bottle. I don't think you're going to drink out of the bottle. (laughs) Especially not a 19.2%. But as a comparison point, the brewery, their um, Grey Monday is Black Tuesday with with hazelnuts. hazelnuts. And I, like, never taste the hazelnuts. So. You're right. We'll see. So, okay. so it looks like a stout. It looks like the Samoa. I mean, no difference, really. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever going to be, like, a, a difference look-wise for these. What does it smell like to you? Definitely vanilla. But it also smells very caramelly, too. Yeah. Vanilla, I'm... caramel, dark chocolate, plenty of bourbon, as you would assume. A little raisin on the nose, I'm trying, too. I'm really trying to suss out that pistachio. I don't smell pistachio. I'm going to say it right now. I don't smell pistachio. I feel like I might. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think I do. I think I get a little. A little bit of the nuttiness. A little bit of the nuttiness. No, I can't. I can't say that I smell any. I just don't. Of the two, the smell or the taste, it should more be in the taste than the smell. But who knows? It looks like you can't decide. It tastes like marshmallow a little There's bit. There's something there. Am I going to be able to say? <laughs> There's something there. That's not very... Well, that's I'm, not a strong argument for well, the pistachio I'm saying, really okay, I up. definitely am getting the vanilla. It's really smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth and... It's not as boozy. So I feel, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, the perception I'm getting on this is not, it doesn't taste as boozy as the Samoa. Even though the Samoa didn't taste like 19% either. But, you know, there is a decent burn in the back of my throat. But you're just going to get that with that high of an ABV. but not like the Samoa. So the, you're saying you're really getting the vanilla. I am also really getting the vanilla. And I also feel like the vanilla is kind of giving it like this light creaminess yes and that's why when i first tasted it i was like it's like marshmallow yeah because to me marshmallow is always vanilla like there's it's a synonymous flavor with marshmallow so to me it's almost like a marshmallow vanilla marshmallow black tuesday there's i mean there's vanilla but there's another flavor there that yes besides the vanilla yes i'm guessing it's the pistachio i guess 
it's kind of just presenting as like a kind of nondescript earthiness, I think, for me. Do you think so? I mean, it's so nondescript, I can't even describe it. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean. It's, it's good. I don't really, is, am I getting pistachio? Uh, I don't really know. Do I like the beer? Hell yeah. I think it's possible that what the pistachio is actually doing to the beer is that kind of lighter mouthfeel and lighter flavor to the beer because of the proteins coming off of the Mm. pistachios. So I think that could help make it a little bit creamier, a little bit easier on the mouthfeel. Just a guess. But I, yeah, I can't taste pistachio. This is... I said I was skeptical, rightfully so. Like, I can't taste these nuts when people are doing it with nuts. The only time I can really get it is when it's like an extract or something. Yeah. You know? It's still good, though. It's still delicious. Mm. Totally. It's very good. It's very tasty. Like I said, it's like vanilla marshmallow Black Tuesday. Does that sound very tasty? Right. Who because it want is. That? Yeah, exactly. So, okay. And um, still excited, keeping it going. Halfway point, now number three. And this is the one I'm personally the most excited for because I think it's kind of the craziest one in a sense. And the last one we're going to end up doing is the one I think Rebecca's most excited for. Uh, I don't know if I'm most, I don't think I'm most excited for it. Oh, and just to update people so you know, since we're doing this one beer at a time recording wise, uh, when we were finishing off that pistachio vanilla one, uh, still couldn't taste pistachio. No matter how warmed up it got, it's just... Couldn't it's taste still, it. It still tasted delicious. Oh, no. It was wonderful. I mean, I, I don't... Call it whatever you want. It's still a good beer. Yeah. So this one is the third variation of Black Tuesday, and it is one called Spicy Island. It is imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pineapple and habanero chili peppers, which sounds very interesting to me. Also 19.2% alcohol. They are all that yeah. ABV. I'm in- interested to see how much pineapple we get. Because we've had stouts, like a spicy stout before, and they can be really good depending yeah. on... What else is going on. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see how this is going to be. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, going into this, I'm I'm interested because I have had beers with uh, peppers in it that have been really awesome. I've had also ones where it's just too much heat for me personally. I'm not good at handling heat. I know there was like, oh, was it Habanero Sculpin? I think that uh, you and I had had some time ago, and the heat was too much for me. I liked the flavor, but the heat was too much. You were fine with it. So yeah. I'm just hoping it's not something like that. But I have had other beers where, you know, they have Habanero or whatever in it, and it's it's more of just kind of like a, a little bit of a heat, just like a more of like a tickle. Yeah. More than anything. And that's kind of what I'm looking for. But we'll see. Okay. So it's dark. It looks like yeah. the first two. And uh, not oh much of a gosh. head, though. It smells so good. Like, there's Ooh. no doubt there's pineapple <laughs> in there. That might be the most pineapple nose I've smelled on a beer. And it's weird because you also get a lot of the stout characteristics as well. Mm-hmm. So... It- it's weird. It literally smells like chocolate-covered pineapple. Yeah. Like dark chocolate-covered pineapple. I think 
for some reason that makes me think of like edible arrangements. If oh, you got right. like an edible yeah. arrangement, I think they do chocolate covered pineapple. Yeah. I feel like that's the only time I've ever had a chocolate covered yeah. pineapple. And that's what it makes me think of. Like you, you definitely, it's such strong pineapple. I do smell that spiciness from the yeah. habanero, but like an actual so like subtle. fruit flavor or fruit smell from the habanero, I think it's lost in the pineapple, but I do get that little spice. Um, also, if I sniff it enough and deeply enough, it is very astringent. You know, you get that alcohol burn going up your nostrils. But it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And it smells kind of creamy, too. Like, that chocolate, while it smells more like a dark chocolate, it kind of ha- smells like it's more creamy like a milk chocolate, though. Like, body-wise. So, we'll see. Okay. So, I took the first sip. What do you think? It's not as spicy as I thought. It's um, a real, real, real mild spice. Not yeah, as much. I, I thought I would be getting more pineapple in the taste because it's so prevalent on the nose. It's there, but not as much as I would like. I get, I mean, I get a decent amount of the pineapple. I think what your, what your kind of letdown is with it, though, is that other flavors kind of wash over the pineapple yeah. after a little bit. And so it doesn't kind of, it doesn't really sustain as much. Oh, I took us the spice level definitely builds because I just took my second mm-hmm. sip. I'm like, okay, I definitely am feeling that feeling warmer now. Yeah. Um it kind of hangs out mainly in the back of the throat on the heat. I get it a little bit around the edges of my tongue as well. Um, but it's interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like the heat from the habanero blends with the heat from the alcohol. So it's kind of hard to yeah. tell what's what at first. Except for the lingering. Right. Like, you know, the lin- lingering is it the is habanero. The, yeah. But your initial heat, are you like, is that alcohol heat yeah, or is, is it habanero bo- Is this heat? a boozy heat? Right. I don't a know. pepper heat. It's good, though. Yeah. And it does taste chocolatey. Yeah. Like, it's got a nice malty roastiness with a dark chocolate flavor that I think goes well with the pineapple. And actually, now that I've taken, like, four sti- sips, my perception of the flavor of pineapple is going up. Because I'm getting more used to yeah. the spiciness, the alcohol content, that stuff. Agreed. I, I would agree with that. I like this. I think it's good. This is very good. I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, I was I was a little, you know, I was very, like I said, I was most excited for this one because it, it's, you know, exciting ingredients. How often do you have a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with habanero and pineapple, right. let alone one of those things? The habanero or the pineapple. So it just seemed really interesting and cool to me. I like trying crazy stuff. And I feel like it paid off yeah, quite well. It works. Although, here's the thing. It wouldn't be in that pack of beers if it didn't work out well. It's true. I mean, really. Because these, you know, being their 10th anniversary box of it, they were only doing ones that people were had weighed in on and said, yeah, this is awesome. Like, do, so. do this. Mm-hmm. So, I, man... I love the pineapple flavor in that. And that chocolate that comes, it's... It works. And as I I go a little bit further, even further with it, I feel like the... um, I'm I'm getting more of like a a separation between the heat and the alcohol heat. And I feel like the habanero heat is kind of bringing the alcohol perception down. Yes. I. To me, this feels the least boozy. Yes. 100%. Um, probably because of that. <laughs> yeah, it seems the most dangerous for that reason, oh, in my yeah. opinion. I know. Uh, yeah, really good, though. 
All right. Sadly enough, we're going to wrap this up, but I'm also excited, and I know you're excited, I'm excited Rebecca, because yeah. this one could be the tastiest based off what's in it, and that one is the blueberry pancake version of Black Tuesday. So this is the one I know you, Rebecca, were eyeing up the most mm-hmm. of all of these. Are you excited? Yes. Should be good. All right. So um, this is an imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with blueberries, maple syrup, and natural flavors added. Like I said, they're all 19.2%. But it is important to note this says with blueberries, not with blueberry. One thing I noticed, at least with the way they describe things on their bottles, if it says a fruit as blueberry, then usually it's just a flavoring. If it says blueberries, it means the actual fruit. And that's an important distinction. Yeah. Um, I'm interesting because sometimes blueberry is, can be an off-putting flavor in beer. It, it, when, so. For me in particular, when it's synthetic, like when it's just like a flavoring, it's not actual blueberries, then yes. But honestly, that happens a lot with a lot of the fruits when it's just a flavor and it's not the actual berries because... They tend to be kind of floral to me, almost like perfumey mm-hmm. is how they come off. But the actual, like, fruit tastes like the actual fruit, typically. So, so, so we're not going to waste time yeah. talking about it. It looks like the same. Um, although, honestly, when I swirl it, I get a little bit of head forming, and it's it's creamy looking. Like, creamier yeah. looking than the other three. So, we'll see if, if that it smells amounts to exactly like blueberry pancakes. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you get the maple yeah. syrup. You get, like, Oof. like that bready, like, pancake-y. Like, mm. I feel like I'm tasting the batter. And then you're definitely getting blueberry. Man, that, yeah. The first thing that jumps out at me is, like, an insane <laughs> level of that fresh blueberry smell. And it's beautiful. It smells mm-hmm. so good. It smells really good. I mean, it, you know, I don't know if I would necessarily say blueberry pancake if I didn't know that it was no. called that. Um, I might say blueberry muffins yeah. smells. Yep. It's just the blueberry is so, so strong, but also it does smell like, I don't know, like batter, batter-like, oh, like cakey, so. like a muffin yeah. or, a, or a pancake. I feel like part of that's because the barrel character, there is a bit of a vanilla there, and I think that's kind of... Oh, I actually feel like there's, yeah, <sighs> something... But yeah, it smells exactly like a blueberry pancake. I don't really smell a whole lot of the bourbon, though. Past like that vanilla note that it's putting in there. But as I continue to sip it, though, on the end, I do get the actual wood coming through on the end. I get a slight astringency. And then I'm also getting a very, very slight dark chocolate note that's peeking out at the end. But it's so much blueberry that it's even hard to get anything else, to be honest. Okay, so I took my first couple sips. You look confused. Well, I really liked it at first. It mm. tastes like blueberry pancake, but it has a really ashy finish. Like a burnt blueberry pancake almost. I hear you. No, I, I definitely hear you on that. That's interesting. And I know that because I burnt pancakes <laughs> just, just this, this week. week. <laughs> yeah, we had burnt pancakes this week. Just this week. I... Mm. Yeah, I do like it too, but... I, I see what you're saying. Now, here's the thing. This is still a bit cold. I think as it warms up, I think that ashiness is going to mellow out. Also, as you get 
more used to the uh, astringency with the, the, the booze coming through, because I am getting a lot of that. It oh, is really, yeah. you know, heating this up in the back of my throat. Definitely, I think, not as balanced as some of the other ones with the booze level. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the blueberry on it, though. But, uh, yeah, the blueberry works. Um, hmm. It's good. It's hard to rank these. Not for me. Really? I feel... I'm feeling pretty... Like, this is a pretty easy one for me, to be honest. Um, first of all, I want to say I like them all. Yeah. I like them all quite a bit. I mean, going into this one, I, I assumed, I'm sure most of the listeners assumed, these are all going to be really good. And they are. They're all really good. So even the fourth place one is killer, you know? So, do you want me to go first go while ahead. you figure out your ranking? Okay, so my number four is actually going to be the blueberry pancake. Not by a ton. Like I said, these are all really good. But So my number three and four are close. And then my number two is a solid two, and my one is a solid one. So number four for me, the blueberry pancake. Once again, imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with blueberries, maple syrup, and natural flavors. My number three is going to be the Samoa version. Hmm. This is the one Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, vanilla, maple syrup, and graham cracker added. Now, the reason that I'm putting this one in third is because I feel like it's a little too sweet. Not too, oh, too I didn't sweet, think it but... it was too sweet. I thought it was... I mean, in comparison. Okay. For me, it was... It was... A, it's astringent. For me, the Samoa is a lot sweeter than the number one and two beers for me. And so that's the reason I put it at number three. Once again, these are all really good. So the Samoa is my number three. My number two is the pistachio vanilla. That one, Imperial Stout, Asian bourbon barrels with vanilla beans and pistachio nuts added, which leaves my, that one's really good, by the way, like just really mm-hmm. solid, easy drinking, but flavorful at the same time. And my number one, which was a, such a surprising, interesting beer is the Spicy Island version, which is the Imperial Stout Age in Bourbon Barrels with pineapple and habanero chili peppers. Uh, the heat isn't too much. It's it's just a nice little bit of heat to let you know the habanero is there. The pineapple is very, very flavorful, mm-hmm. very, very nice. And it's got a really nice, you know, backbone to it with a chocolate. Like, like we were saying, it smelled and tasted kind of like uh, edible arrangements, chocolate-dipped mm-hmm. pineapple. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, so that's my ranking. So mine's actually very similar to yours. Um, my number four is blueberry pancake. My number mm-hmm. three is the Samoa. My number two is the spicy island. Okay. And then my number one is the pistachio vanilla. I had a feeling you were gonna do do that. The and pistachio then, vanilla is number yeah. one. You were really I really like that. Yeah. I wish again it it was a delicious beer. Was it pistachio flavor? I don't know. Jury's still out on that. But it was very, very good. So as you've been talking, I've been continuing to sip on the blueberry pancake. And it is still in my number four slot. But it's getting even better. Like, that ashiness is definitely calming down as it's warming a little bit more. And, you know, my palate's acclimating to it. It's smoothing the transition at the end of... It's the very strong blueberry, then it goes to a slight dark chocolate, and then it goes to more like the wood character of the bourbon barrel. But 
these are all winners. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And I'm super glad we did this because this was my favorite variance episode <laughs> to date. Even better than the old stock. The old stock was amazing, but this is even more amazing just because these are crazy beers. They were expensive, and who knows when you'll ever have them again. Maybe never. <laughs> I mean, for us at least. Yeah. I don't know, but... Yeah, so anyone out there, if you have ideas on beers you think we could get that we could do a variant on, we have another one we're going to do. Um, I don't know when it's going to end up being. It's going to have to be when we can get to the other beers that I have on hold. It will be another brewery-related one. I'll just say it right now. It's going to be a variance of different versions of Tarted Darkness. We have four different Tarted Darknesses, so we're going to do those. Uh, but once again, I don't know when that's going to be. But in the meantime, if you guys have ideas for variants that we could potentially get, or if you want to send them to us, whatever, reach out to us, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. you have anything over there? Oh, you can check us out on Instagram at BrutalBattlePodcast. Mm. And uh, that's about it. I'm going to have fun uh, drinking this blueberry pancake mm, for the I rest know. of the night. I know. They're so good. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for checking this out. And until next time, keep it brutal. Keep it brutal.